0: Welcome to Slayerfest 98. I'm your host, Ian Carlos Crawford, and joining me to talk the finale of Hawkeye, I have three really wonderful guests. We have uh, Poet, My Best Friend, and Doctor. Kimberly
1: Ann Southwick. Hi.
0: Writer of Nubia and the Amazons. And Stephanie Williams. And comedian and writer of Rube Goldberg and the Incredible Machines.
2: Brandon T. Snyder. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hi.
0: So what we're gonna do is start first. Um, Brandon, I'll have I'll call on you first. What did oh. you think of the series once you finished the finale?
2: You know what? I didn't know that I was going to enjoy. I didn't think that I would enjoy Hawkeye as much as I did. Um, fair, fair. But yeah, I would just was like I was like eh, we'll see what this is. I mean, and I think the the whole using Kate Bishop and doing the stuff from the the fraction. Uh, aha book is cool and everything, but I was like, "Um, I don't know. We'll see. Cause I just haven't really cared about Hawkeye in these movies. Um, But then they really gave Jeremy Renner something to work with. I feel like. Um, And overall, I really liked it. I was surprised a a couple times, which was nice. Um, Like I was, I felt fulfilled by the final episode.
0: Right. I, you
2: know, I think
0: this might be for me, (gasps) Um, no. one of one, of, like, so I loved WandaVision, but I didn't love, like Steph and I talked about the finale, right? It wouldn't, it didn't feel mm. as satisfying as I had hoped, but WandaVision still my favorite series of the Disney plus series. Okay. Cause um, I was like, Oh my God, is this
2: replacing WandaVision? No, oh what are
0: you no. becoming? <laughs> I'm suddenly straight. <laughs> 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 but I think that like they had, they really landed the ending here. And I think a lot of these shows don't land the ending. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it was just like, give him the fucking shield. We saw in the previews he gets the shield. Like, why are, why are we waiting for him to have it until the last two episodes? Um, and Loki, I enjoyed Loki a lot, but, like, they really didn't land that plane. Like, it was just like, nothing was achieved. In fact, things were made worse, and mm-hmm. we achieved nothing. Um, and this felt like a complete story, um, mm. which was nice. Um, like, of course, it was like, we're going to get more of Maya, we're going to get more of Yelena, but we like completed the story being told in this show, um, which was satisfying to me. Um, Stephanie, how did you feel about the series as a whole?
3: Uh, I enjoyed it. I think uh, next to WandaVision, this might be my favorite out of all of them. Um, And that's because it felt so much like a... um, you know that it was still within the world, but it was such a bottled story, and it didn't feel like it was setting up another thing, even though, yes. like, if anything, it just told us, like, hey, you're going to get more of these characters, but it didn't feel like a backdoor pilot for um, Echo or anything like that. Like, I just knew, yeah, I'm going to get some more Echo, I'm going to get some more Elena and that's fine but once it was over it just felt complete like it felt like that story arc ended um so it was like the best landing out of all of these yeah right which i'm surprised because i just didn't i don't know like i just didn't expect that from hawkeye um at all to be honest
0: yeah i yes i 100 percent agree uh kim what'd you feel about the series
1: Well, we got our Christmas miracle special that it had the, you know, the previews were telling us it was going to be the happily ever after-ish at the end that you expect from something like this. And I was just really glad that it lived up to that, you know, like I was going to be disappointed if they surprised us with, oh, he's not happy at home with the family. Um, And I also think from my outside the verse, not that I've not seen all the MCU movies because I have, but my less informed (laughs) perspective that it did do everything that y'all are saying for someone who doesn't know as much too. Like we got to meet some people. So for example, like Maya and everything um, that we didn't necessarily know and we were still satisfied with the ending and with everything that happened to get us there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I felt, yeah, I, I felt very satisfied. And like, I mean, like you mentioned Stephanie. Okay. So yeah, we do set up Maya and stuff, but it didn't, like, if she wasn't a character that we knew was getting her own series, it was like, okay, she still, like, had a story, right? And we still finished that story of, like, she found out what happened to her dad. She found out what really happened to her dad. She killed both people that betrayed her. Like, she she had her, like, beginning and end to her story in this series. And that was something I liked. And, like, Yelena, Yelena too, right? Like, Yelena went into the series. I mean, she was only there for... 2.5 episodes, but Elena came in thinking Clint had murdered her sister. She didn't actually know what happens. We learn that she like gets the closure with Clint without having to kill him. And I don't know. I, I really, really appreciated that. If anything, Kate's story was the most open-ended, but this was almost like her superhero origin, right?
1: Yeah, that's a um, good way to put it. Yeah I want to add to people that don't know what y'all know, don't know that Maya is Echo. You know what I mean? Like, that show just says Echo. Right. So, right. they'll be excited when they do drop a preview of or something like that. Like, oh, I know that character. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I have to say that I still have questions about um, Elena's motivations. Because, like, is she she really taking jobs to try to kill people still? Because, I mean, like, she got out, you know, the Black Widow program is done. She's, like, out in the world, like she's what, taken, taken jobs from Kingpin. Like that's a little bit odd to me. And I I hope there's more of like a clarification about that. You know what I mean? Stephanie, what's your rebuttal to that?
3: <laughs> oh no. Cause I was going to say, so that was the thing where I was like, did I miss something? Because I thought maybe she had just taken that job um, by him because it was like a hit on Clint. And that's what she had been wanting, you know, since she found out what happened to uh, Natasha. So, um, and I was that like, did I miss something? But had she been, so like, was she taking jobs beforehand? Yeah.
2: I, I'm I, yeah, I just, because like, because she also feels like this is the thing about Yelena is that she's so good at everything that mm-hmm. you're kind of like, why, like, why would you have to I mean, maybe she just wanted the money, but like, why would you feel like why would like she could find? I feel like she could find Clint and get yeah, him. Yeah, you know, you're right. right, right. Up, you know what I mean? Even when she was saying, even when they were fighting, and she was like, "You're lying," I was like, "Okay," as a as a as as a as a person who has is in the midst of this thing, who has this trauma, like accusing him of lying as a def- as a mechanism. But then, part of because part of my first instinct, because she's so sharp, was to be like. She knows that he's not lying. Like she knows how to spot a lie, but I'm like, okay, maybe it's just, but she's just, I think I've just have had such high expectations for the character of Yelena in this world that I'm like looking at all her choices being like, she's smarter than that. She's better than that. Why is she doing that?
3: Now that I will have to agree on. And the only reason why I'll like, let's just say why she took the money is so that she can keep up that wardrobe because Ms. Mama's has been shopping she looks right,
2: <laughs> Like I will, like she is one of those people that I am. Like, she looks good in every scene, and and it looks. She really makes everything look so effortless. I have to say, very honestly, like she makes the, the every like her acting is effortless. Like the her line delivery, I'm like she. It's like she just showed up, and she's like, "Let's do it," and then they do it, and then she goes home.
0: My notes literally say like. There's like three times in my notes where I say like Florence Pugh is killing this role and she she like eats it up and you're right Brandon it seems like she's like great one take I got it and like does it real quick real like no big deal to her and she's just so good and I will say I agree with all of you I kept thinking like she's smarter than this but I do think the way I took that scene was she didn't want to believe him and that's why she said you're lying just like she's like crying when she says you're lying. And I really took it as, like, she's so overcome with grief over, like, the only real family member who, like, showed her affection, right? Like, even their, like, quote-unquote parents, like, weren't that great. Um, But, like, her sister did look out for her. And so, I don't know, I felt like it was like she didn't want to believe him. That's why she was so upset, because she she wanted to have someone to be angry about with her grief, which is a thing that grief does, right?
1: Yeah, and to get some closure, I agree.
0: Um, and so, okay, so let's get into this finale. We open, I had forgotten, so I will be curious what you think, Kim. I had forgotten how, like, terrifying Vincent D'Onofrio plays Kingpin as, um, because, like, even as he's talking to Eleanor, even though she's a bad mom, even though she just admitted to, like, doing all this shady shit, I'm like, ooh, Eleanor, please just get out of there because he's gonna pop your little head off. Like, I was, like, nervous- because it's Kate's mom, I was like, no, I don't want like her to die because I was like, he, you know, in the daredevil series, we saw him like smash, smush off a man's head with a car door. So I just kept thinking of like that scene and like his, like, his like weird breathing that he does where it's like, "Oh, he could fly off the handle in like a second. Um,
1: I didn't, yeah, I didn't necessarily get that impression from him in that scene. I felt like, even though Eleanor was making a mistake being like, I don't need a minute and like having that awesome line and walking out. Like it was clear, like, you know, you don't say that to this guy, but I wasn't like, he's going to smush your head with his like thumb and forefinger. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah.
2: I think wait, I was going to say that like the Kingpin has been through, I mean like how long ago were the events of Daredevil, you know, like, He's been, you know, the blip has happened. He was in jail. Like, I like the fact that we, there are just, like, questions. Like, he, now we're seeing him again. You know, I don't, I'm not going to say the C word. So, like, yes, maybe the past has influenced this kingpin. Maybe there other things have happened. We don't know. It'll, we'll figure it out. But, like, I love that he is, like, a different type of tense than we've seen him before. I like that. I I think that he's probably been through a lot of shit in the past few years. Um, and so it's just made him because like <laughs> he's seen some shit, <laughs> yeah. Like he's seen some shit. He's like, I gotta work out of it. Like, where what what the place where he's like his base is or whatever is like, you know, he's not in doing fancy. He's not a fancy man anymore. He's like, I gotta work down, you know, and whatever. Um, <laughs> I, not I a also fancy have to say that I anymore. like Vincent D'Onofrio's act. Like, is so intense as an actor that when yeah. he when Um Formiga leaves at the end of the scene and his face twitches slightly. I'm like, Ooh, yes. that's good.
0: <laughs> yes. He, he does those, that shit really well. Right. Oh, um, Steph, what do you think yeah. about him, him coming back as Kingpin?
3: I'm so happy that he's back because he is a phenomenal Kingpin. He's scary. Um, like even when Kay has taken him head right? on, um, that is a scary boss fight. Yeah. Actually, all of the boss fights or whatever, in this uh, final episode, uh, lived up to what they needed to be. Actually, I didn't expect, um, you know, them, like everybody got their person to uh, face off with. And the fights ne- were what the characters needed them to be to kind of like finish up their stories or at least in Kate's beha- um, on Kate's behalf, um, kind of start hers. So um, yeah, I'm happy that he's back. Um, same thing with Charlie Cox. Sorry, that is a spoiler if you haven't seen spider-man but you knew it's in the it's it's been in the blogs you know (laughs) now that
0: that was the thing that i did know like that was confirmed for me like going into spider-man um i mean i like i half of me is like because i've seen people say well it'll be a different time i just think that marvel is smart enough to do this where they don't need to like explicitly address everything that has happened beforehand to these characters because comic books don't need to do that
2: right like yes i really like i just i like the idea that we need to know every single thing about every single moment is like horrendous like let let it roll out i let it all roll out you'll we'll find out and maybe it connects maybe it doesn't but like let's just be chill about it
0: but i don't think that because i've seen some people be like oh these are brand new versions of the cat i'm like no 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 it's the same actors it's we're not, like, starting over. Yeah, they've already met. We might right. not talk about it, but, like, right? Like, Marvel's too smart to, like, be like, oh, Daredevil doesn't know who Kingpin is suddenly. Like, that would be dumb.
2: Right. No, I, I don't think they would do that. I think that they're just, like... I think what they do a lot of times is they play certain things just fast and loose, because, you know, it's purposely they withhold yeah. certain information because they don't want to be beholden to a certain thing as defined when they're like, eh, if we define it, then we can't ever do X, Y, Z. You know what I mean?
0: Right. And like to leave it open in because I saw some people saying that like, Eleanor was going to be his new Vanessa. And that was going to like, that was like a theory. And I was like, that's a mm. stupid theory. <laughs> like, don't suddenly just make like, Oh yeah. She was like in love with the chainpin because Kate would have seen him also. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I really did like this opening. I liked, I also like, this chinpin is still kind of scary, but he was kind of like losing his shit here in this episode. Like he was losing his grip on the city as he tells Kazi when he's like, they need to know that I rule this city. Um, because he's got Eleanor being like, I don't need a minute. See ya. And Maya being like, tee I just need to clear my head. AKA I'm going to plan your burger.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he was also funny. Uh, Cause what did he say? Uh, someone they just can't quit their job. Like is Bloomingdale's or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I really. Uh, liked, I was, like, go ahead.
1: Sorry. I was gonna say I really liked that uh he read right through Maya yeah because she I mean she uses the, the sign language uh and that you know he's talking to her in the sign language which seems to me like oh like they have a relationship you know like Kazi knew it but like none of the other guys knew it uh yeah. so like he She's telling him everything he wants to hear, and, like, he's fully aware that that's exactly what she's doing. And, like, when, during the actual scene, I didn't know that until she left, you know? So th- I thought that was well played.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did think, like, ooh, she's doing a good job of
2: pretending. And then, like, well, I guess not that good kind of a job, because he knew immediately. <laughs> I really love seeing that diamond cane. Yeah. I was, that's like, a- like I want to see more of that diamond. I want him to beat the shit out of somebody with that diamond soon. <laughs> I need to see that in the next year <laughs>
0: um so we get you know we get the Maya scene and I I love that they and that scene was saying I love you to each other in sign language and then immediately he's like well I know she's bullshitting me like I thought that was like just like you said Kim I also was like oh she she is telling him all the right things but yeah I, I, mean, I also like
1: said, I love you too, because they're their family, whether that's mob family or family family, I don't think we're still clear on that. We can't skip the very, very brief scene that came before it, though, where Hawkeye calls Kate, his partner, only just needs to be mentioned because it's part of the whole, what makes this a good finale? We're getting all the things that we need slash want to get, and that was one of them. But Yes, yes,
0: yes. I was very happy that we cut the crap with him being grumpy with her, and he was just like, oh, you're my partner. Like, I... I was very happy with that. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That made me happy. (laughs) I
2: I agree with you. And I have to say that, like, I'm glad that they didn't turn it into too much of a, like, grumpy guy is doesn't want to have this sidekick and leave me alone. Like that. They actually just made him accept the, the, you know, the, the partnership as opposed to just like, keep, keep being like, no, it's gross. They Work well together, right? And they, they yeah. really do. They have a good
0: dynamic, they're good partners. Um, and I liked when he what does he say to her on the subway? Something about like, Well, we can make more. And she's like, You can make more, and then they're just like making
2: more arrows together. Yes, um, yes, what a great scene, right? <laughs> I really think that uh, was a great scene. I want yeah. to know
1: who they're. Like, I was just waiting for her to show up at this apartment the whole time and be like, Um, what'd you do to the place? But I not <laughs> Because, yeah, there they are. Like, I wanted her to show up in the scene when they're making the arrows, and she's got the little old-school label maker, you know, and, like, <laughs> they up and I they're, know. like, red-handed, alas. Just, uh, <laughs> this is the
2: thing that I, like, I really, I think sometimes seeing some of the process, like, like you know, we saw, like, Tony Stark make stuff. We've seen some of the process right. that some of these people go through, but since Hawkeye has been the most boots-on-the-ground character of any of the Avengers, um, like, uh, to see him do do this like has meaning and value in a new way because before he's just a guy that sort of showed up and did arrows and now we're like okay he he's got to make them like he doesn't have an assistant you know what i mean which i just <laughs> i think that's a good thing to see is this this i mean i have to say like i i already said like i did not expect to like hawkeye as much as i did and it's because of moments like this that i'm like oh okay so he's got a full character now that's nice Brandon, I like that you said he showed up and he would just show up and do arrows. Like, I mean, yeah, like. <laughs> it, like
0: like
3: Brandon. Yeah. Uh, Steph? Um, what was I going to say? So, the scene between Kate and um, Yelena, um, I mean, Elena, where she's like taking her to task and out of, like, her her fandom of, her fangirling of Hawkeye and the fact that he has, like, done some stuff that he shouldn't have. Um, and I don't know if that ever really got, like, resolved, like, Kate feeling differently about him. Or did I miss something? Because I kind of felt like it was, like, she took it, but I don't know if she ever really challenged that any further. I don't know. And I just thought I- that was a little odd, yeah. To like put so much into that scene between the two of them and not have Kate kind of side eye him afterwards. So that I was like, okay, I hope in season two we end up getting one and the focus is more so on Kate. Like we explore that just a little bit more because I don't know, like the way that um Yelena was like going to task on that. I'm like, okay, she is cutting pretty deep. Uh Kate needs to like chew on that for a little bit because she's <laughs> right. I I do think
0: it's like, because Kate says something like, There's always collateral damage. And then Yelena's yeah. like, was, it, was my sister collateral damage? And I I think that Kate kind of both understood that Yelena this was her grief, but also mm-hmm. like I think she believed what she said when like, well, there's always collateral damage. Um, yeah, but I also kinda... think that she, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially that wording when you're saying to someone who's like family member died because of right. said thing, like not the, not the most comforting, but
3: and um, I don't Maybe know. that's because she lost her dad. I don't know. Like, yeah. cause She lost her dad during the, the whole alien invasion. But I just thought that was really interesting. And I hope I just want them to explore that just a little bit more because the relationship that Hawkeye and Kate Bishop have in the Matt Fraction run, it's very similar, but he doesn't have that Ronin part attached to him. Right, so yeah. like you don't like if there isn't like he's still a like a dick, but <laughs> a dick for <laughs> other reasons, not that. So um, I just thought that was really interesting. I will say, um, out of all of the series that have introduced characters who are not the main focus, but more of like side characters for uh, Maya, they did an excellent job of translating her um, actual comic story to make it fit yeah. within the Hawkeye um, framework and still. Gave her a full arc Right it's Which I right,
0: thought like, was really good I feel like the writers of this sh- series Should like write a little like Outline for the other series and be Like that's how you do that <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Like I can't believe this that They were like basically cast a Lockwell Cox And like from her work on this They're like you know what let's give her a whole show Like can you even just imagine You're like yeah I'm gonna do this thing it's cool And then they're like yeah actually let's do a whole <laughs> show What do you think Like it's like, a, it's like a contest It's like she won a contest
0: Yeah, because it is. Because she what was introduced at the end of episode two, so she's not even like fully in every episode, but still got her own show deal, doing this, which is like, yeah, I that I yes, that is wild. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but okay, so we get all of that. We get them making the arrows. Um. Then we learn that they are going to Kate's mom's holiday party. Um which is the one that Kate's mom had been, like, Eleanor was talking to her at, like, last time. She was like, oh, let's change the subject. Let's talk about my holiday party. I really liked all of this, and I liked that the LARPers were
2: part of their, like, crew. Um, Is that from the comics? Is there, like, a comic thing in there? Because I was like... No. Because I (laughs) hadn't read the the Fraction stuff, and I was like... I, I thought that maybe that there was, like, some sort of connection or some sort of, like thing, but I was like, the LARPing thing I found to be a weird addition, but I'm into it.
3: Well, the way that I saw it um, so the first time they introduced it is like this very I don't know, like almost meta joke Um, and not in a way that is meant to primarily be offensive, but um, more so poking fun at fans who consider um, you know, the the on-the-boots Avengers that don't have powers to be LARPing as superheroes when Ah. naturally they aren't. So that's the way that I thought of it. And that's why I thought it was actually a really fun and great thing that they did for Hawkeye and the whole, like, let's put this character in this very, like, low stakes situation for something that he really needs that's important and see what happens. And the fact that they kept that, I guess... I don't even want to consider it a joke, but kept that going all the way up until the end, I thought was really fun and interesting writing when you think of it that way.
2: I like that theory.
0: Yeah, me too. I like that theory. I hadn't even thought about that, Stephanie. That You must write comic books, Steph.
3: <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, it's, it's every now and again.
0: <laughs> um so yeah, we get like I love that they join in and I mean, I said this before but um Brandon, I don't know if y'all agree with me. The thing I like most about them was I mean, like you said, Stephanie, it was like a joke, but it's not a joke. They're not like making fun of nerds. It's not right. like Big Bang Theory. Right? No, like No, no, no. Oh, no. no. Uh, no. They're, they're just no, like more, yeah, no. they
2: just they're just like <laughs> human
0: beings. <laughs> right? And like yeah. they're not like constantly having to talk about like comic books or like making yeah. a Star Wars right? It's like yeah Yeah, they're not they're not trying to teach clint about orcs right (laughs) which like big bang theory would have had them sit down with him and like want to play dungeons and dragons or some like dumb shit um but so we get they go to the holiday party everyone looks nice i like seeing everyone in a formal wear um and i like that he's working with her right like clint says like all right, well, look around. What are the assets? What are our threats? Um, and I love that Kate's like, well, Gary over there fired me from my job.
1: Jim, what do you we... think
0: of that? Oh, go ahead, Brandon.
2: Oh, I was going to say, are we going to talk about my favorite line in the entire, not that I my really for my favorite, but my, one of my favorite lines, which was, remember when you peed your pants in the Hamptons? Everyone yes! does. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I, I love like, that it was. What? <laughs>
0: I I love that it was delivered by Jack, who was like this like harmless dumb dumb himbo, but like this child gets sassy with him, and he's like, "I remember when you fucking peed your pants." I know. I was like, "Is this
2: going somewhere? Like, what is happening? This is so intense." I I mean, I, I was like, "Am I supposed to know who this kid is?" I felt the same way. We had to go back in time and be like, "Yes, we did meet him." Yeah, because I yeah I didn't I didn't remember him from earlier. Like he didn't just stick with me, and so I was like, "Who is this precocious wealthy child that was at this party?"
0: Ah, uh, Jim. He was the other Armand <laughs> with with old man Armand. Yeah. in episode one.
1: No, yeah. I got that, but I meant like a larger picture, sort of oh, like yeah, no. this, is the, this is the moment where this kid becomes such and such a villain in the future. He
2: became of. the Joker after this scene. Yeah. He was yeah. giving me clarion vibes a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm already non- here <laughs> so yeah, we get that that scene was really good, and I like that Jack was like, oh, you little shit, and like was just fine with insulting this child. Um and so Yelena walks in looking fantastic. She's uh, amazing. I love yeah.
1: that coat. Everything <laughs> about it. If if it was a scene, I would pick it at the end as my favorite, but it's not. So yeah. I mean, this is like <laughs>
0: and, oh, uh,
1: this is like the beginning yeah. of like the rest of the episode. Like basically, like, you know, they walk into the party, they're doing their, their the threats and the assets. Yelena's here. Okay, who's gonna oh, we got Kazi on the roof? Like it's like, okay. And then like bam, like kind of like everything happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Kim, I wanted to point out, did you also notice her like turquoise eyeliner? Cause I thought it looked great on her.
1: Oh, I'm not good at noticing makeup.
2: <laughs> ah, Kim. <laughs>
1: I noticed it.
2: Thank you, Brandon. Of course. I think that colors. like, I just like, she's so hot. Like if I were like a, a closeted teenager s- still, I would be like, Oh no, this is the one that's going to do it. No, this is, she's the one. No, she's going to turn the ship around. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I like what you did to her hair too. Like I wish I could do that to my hair, but I'm, yeah. Like I'm not if, her
2: braids. Like when she turns around, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this braid is, but I love it. I love it. I'm on board with it. Please, just <laughs> Brandon, let me be a part of your life.
0: We're the annoying gays trying to be Elena's gays, and she's like, oh, go like, <laughs> away
2: from me. You're very annoying to me. <laughs> We're like, yes, oh, my God, tell oh, us yes. we're annoying again. Yes, step on my throat. <laughs> Please. The gays like so stupid... uh, let, <laughs> She's, like, wanting to know our Drag Race opinions, and it makes us, ent- it's like, so excited.
0: <laughs>
2: God. Um, but, yeah, so Yolanda arrives looking fucking
0: fantastic. um. <laughs> I liked her dark lipstick I really liked that and I also liked her entrance her entrance was just really good of like she's so like like you said Brandon it's like she's just like effortless with like how cool Yelena is and I love that she walks in super confident looking fucking hot and the guy's like want me to check your coat and she's like no thank you and just keeps walking like it was such a good Yelena entrance Um, Kate pulls her mom into the kitchen she's like I know everything she tells her about Kingpin. Um, we don't actually use the word Kingpin in the series, do
2: we? No, we do. It's
0: oh, we when, do? Uh, when
2: Hawkeye, when he first is revealed, he, he says, the big guy, Kingpin. Okay, okay. I couldn't remember. At the end of last episode.
0: Like how I keep in my notes, I keep saying Echo, but like, she's not Echo in the series, right? right. I never use that. Spoiler alert! <sighs> <laughs> um, so Kazi starts shooting. Uh, chaos ensues. Um, and we get, which um, will probably be my favorite scene, um, Kate heads Yelena off, like the, the LARPers jump into action, they help, Jack is there, he has a sword, whatever, but Kate heads Yelena off at the elevator. Um, and I love this like weird chase, but not chase scene, but fight scene, but not fight scene. Um, Kim, I'm curious what you thought, I know you're not like, you don't really, you could take or leave a fight scene. What'd you think of all this?
1: I thought it looked great. I thought the cinematography, once they got out of the elevator and, like, all of the different rooms in that, I guess, office building that they're going through, like, just the yeah. way that the the fighters were moving through it was awesome. I I was missing a little bit of the fun banter. Like, I wish that it had been as funny as it was when they were eating the mac and cheese, but I guess, you know, now they're fighting. Um, So I was kind of hoping for more. It Not that it wasn't funny, it just, like, it didn't rise to the same level as the previous banter did, but yeah, yeah. I just thought. It, I mean, for an action scene, just the way that it was shot, cinematography to me looked amazing.
0: Yeah, and I well, I did like that they did have the scene in the elevator where like Kate slaps her, and I love the look, the like absolute shock <laughs> on Yelena's face, even though it's like they're kind of at odds here. But like Yelena's like, <gasps> and like and like Kate's scared at what Yelena yeah. might do, but Yelena still isn't like. The, the thing I like is even then, Yelena's still not like going at it, right?
1: Yeah, she yeah. doesn't really want to fight Kate, but Kate's making it impossible for her not to. Yeah. I like the part where they like don't they like? I know uh, Yelena rips off Kate's like dress yeah. or whatever, and then suddenly Elena's and doesn't have the coat off anymore. I guess like maybe I, I looked away for a second to for whatever yeah, she reason. She takes it off. Yeah. Oh, she, she takes it off. I'm not sure if they both accidentally ripped each other's off. I or, or she that, hands
2: but. it to. She takes it off and hands it to Kate. Okay. Yeah, and it's like, and then she's like, hands it to Kate, and then takes off, and Kate's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I
0: was just very charmed by all of that. Um, I don't know, Stephanie, what do you think?
3: Um, I love it because, like, I just want more um, Kate Bishop and Yelena, like together, just doing stuff because their on-screen uh, chemistry was probably the best um out of all the pairings um so like I just want more and like what perfect casting um Florence Pugh was for this role because she kept she kept the same energy up and then pushed some more and gave us some more um that we got in like Black Widow so I just want more um so I hope they do the Dark Avengers or whatever the hell they plan on doing but just like give me more of them I'll take that yeah
0: and it's It's crazy because it is crazy because, right, this Yelena, this version of Yelena is way better than the comics version of Yelena. Like, in the comics, she's kind of more just like a
2: supervillain, right? Oh, I don't know. I've never actually, I don't think that I've ever read any. I know, like, of, obviously, I know of her involvement in the Marvel Universe to some extent, but I don't, I've never read any Yelena Black Widow stuff. What is she up to right now? She was just in the so, Winter Guard.
3: So, right now, um, I know I've seen her pop up in the current Black uh, Widow series just like there. Um, But don't don't get me to lie if she's a part of anything. But like she's definitely like been in the more recent comics. But I mean, I don't know, like I feel like in the same way that I feel about Natasha, I really those two characters would kind of take it or leave it. And then with um, at least with Yelena's portrayal, portrayal in the MCU, like I actually care about that character. Um, same way um, who was it recently that they introduced and I was like "Mm, The the Eternals to be honest because like the movie versions far more (laughs) interesting than the comic versions and I mean I just say that because The Eternals is just yeah but read Karen (laughs) Gillan's current run read that Um, it's good but yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> um so yeah we get like them doing this and i really i even liked so like i know everyone gets a little like i'm mean, gonna I sound kind of mean here everyone can get a little twee with their ships and like shipping characters um or like a little precious about it and i can sometimes be very grumpy about it but when she was like let's grab a drink i was like yes no go grab a drink get the fuck out of here like i want to watch the two of you like go to a gay bar together, right? Like, that's what I want to watch, like.
1: Her Ooh. and Yelena just, like, getting
0: drunk, and maybe they kiss. Like,
1: <laughs> it's like a Buffy Faith sort of, like, uh... A- yeah!
2: What are the chicken fingers like at this bar? <laughs> Can I get more ranch over here, please? We're starving. <laughs> Brandon, if you could do the rest of the episode in your Yelena
0: accent, that would be not
2: don't, don't try me in, because I would do it. Um, so
0: yeah I loved all of that and I liked that even like Kate was like stop making me like you and Yelena's like I can't help it like because Yelena, Yelena likes her too right
2: wouldn't you say like right? I think that she does I think that there's a part of her that like the reason she doesn't just hit her or you know go nuts is that she you know not just because she's younger but she's she sees herself and her maybe an innocent part of herself is why she doesn't just fucking do the job you know what i mean because like that's part of that was on my mind a lot watching it where you're like elena's a professional she has a job to do why is she entertaining all of this like chatter um, i think she sees in kate like an innocent part of herself that she maybe you know i don't know i think there's like a yeah
1: sisterhood she was also <laughs> whipped and it's gotta be really hard to come back from that. And they did give us that scene. So like, you know, her sister's gone, right? Yeah. She uh, is she, a friend. Yeah. So she needs she needs I'm sure that's that's gotta be part of it in a way. And, you know, Kate's cool. I'd be friends with her.
0: Yeah, right. Like Kate was still like engaging with her even when she was terrified. So I think like I don't know, I think of like um I was going to make a Buffy reference, but I realized only Kim would get it. Um, I think of, like, uh, like when you have, like, a villain who's, like, having fun playing with their prey, almost. Um, And I think, at first, maybe that's what it was with Yelena. But then Yelena, like, did actually really like her. And was like, yeah, no, I like this. I like, I like this. I like this one. I am mean, was going to try to do the accent, but I know. I can't do you, Brandon.
2: <laughs> I like this one. Yeah, there you go. Oh, no, wait. That, that's a little <laughs> bit great. How about... I like this one. I like this one. Oh, I'm yeah, that to was work- good. I'm going to workshop it.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, also, I thought them scaling the building was fucking cool. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> right?
1: With, like, Kate screaming the whole way down. Now, this is actually a
2: really good segue into something that I wanted to bring up, which is the suspension of disbelief. Um, that this is happening at 30 Rockefeller Center and that (laughs) somehow people are like, oh, a girl just fell from the the building? Yeah, we'll just keep walking. We'll just, yeah, we're just, she's probably, she knows what she's doing. Like, this is the beginning of a lot of action in and around that area where I'm like, I mean, I know that NYPD sucks, but like, there isn't a single, (laughs) there's not even a person, there's no cops, there's, people are falling from the windows, there's crazy shit happening, they've been ushered out, and then yet Hawkeye, and they end up in the rink, and I'm like, this is, yeah, I was having, that's like part of my like, things that stress me out when I'm writing too, where I like, you forget about something, and you're like, oh gosh, I have to account for this, like, these people were like, we are not going to account for the fact that this is happening in New York city in the middle of Christmas, we're just going to do what we want and you're going to accept it.
1: So does the, is the, I didn't know why the ice rink didn't have any people in it, but that's a little later when the tree falls down. But yeah, I mean, I, that, that was my question mark where your question mark was, Brandon, for sure. I had a question about just a little moment that comes up right after this. So, you know, they, 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 they're down off the building on the ground and the tracksuit mafia shows up and then Kate and Jack have this little moment where Jack, like, comes out with his sword to help, and Kate apologizes to him, like, oh, like, sorry, my mom framed you, basically. And he's like, it's cool. But I was like, wait, like, when did he know that? Like, I do not think we got a moment where Jack was like, oh, I know now that it was my wife who framed me, question mark.
0: I just assumed he, like, put two and two together. Like, because he knows, because he, like, knew he didn't do it. And then, like, you know, I mean, I feel like it would be pretty easy to be like, oh, this woman is actually framing me for murder. Cool. Um, And like, that's why he brought his sword. Um, But you're right. There wasn't like a beat of
1: that. I mean, he like shows up at the party and he's like, oh yeah, I'm here. You know, like I would think that like, that would have been a different sort of encounter we would have had with him earlier if he knew that his fiance, are they still fiance? Who knows? Uh, Had framed him. (laughs) But also maybe not. I don't
0: know.
2: Well, you know, uh, since he is the swordsman in the comic books, this could be explored in the future. Ooh. But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I feel like they wouldn't bring it back. Although, when he got that sword out, he was like slicing and dicing. Like, it wasn't, yeah, right? he was like cutting people in half. <laughs> like
0: I was like, oh, he just murdered a bunch of people. I mean, it's fine, but.
2: Yeah, there's there's going to be a, a, a couple appointments made with a the therapist, I think, after this, for oh. him.
3: <laughs> uh stephanie <laughs> oh no um i was just gonna say like yeah he was really full-on murdering folks i was like okay disney uh christmas time
0: that's fine <laughs> <laughs> merry christmas um so yeah i i was i can you pointed out i was very charmed by kate like screaming while she's scaling the building um clint does fight Kazi first um is kind of like inconsequential for this episode i felt like i Almost would have preferred like a bigger showdown with him, um, but like whatever. Clint gets stuck in the tree. I will say the only moment when it bothered me, what you said, Brandon, is when the tree fell. Like when the tree fell over, I gasped and I thought like, "Ooh, aren't there going to be people that get hit by this?" But there, conveniently, was no
2: one around. And then, um, like, then my mind goes to this and this is like a, a problem because it's like a comic book related problem that my mind immediately goes, like starts making excuses where I'm like, well, maybe the cops were like, actually we're just going to block off this area and let them have their battle. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> where I'm like having to make that excuse in my head where I'm like, why are you doing this? Just watch, shut up. You don't have to think about it. <laughs> um,
0: I did. I, the reasoning I thought of in my head was, Wait, do they block off that area? Like at night, are you not allowed to walk there? But then I was like, No, it's a fucking tree. Everyone walks up and takes pictures of the tree. Um, and is it yeah.
1: Christmas Eve too? Like, I mean, I feel like it would be a dent. like the that's like when that ice rink's gonna make a ton of money. You know what I mean? Like, why is there nobody in it? It's not twelve well, o'clock at night, it's a party. It's the beginning right, of the yeah, party, yeah. as far as we know, right? Like we didn't get to see yeah. very much of it.
0: Um, so I do like that the LARPers like put on their costume and we see them come out. We see Grills, Karen, the, like, bratty baby Armand. And I, I like, legitimately laughed at when the blonde lady, like, hits someone with her weapon, one of the tracksuit mafia guys with her weapon, and she just gasps. Um, I did think that was, like, very charming. <clears throat> um, so Kate knocks down the whole tree to get Clint down, and then we have our, like, face-off in the rink. I will say I love the fucking wacky arrows, but I was wondering... Like, Kim, who doesn't love an action scene, were the arrows, like, too much for you, or did you like them?
1: Um, I liked them. It wasn't as fun as the first time. Uh, mm. I was trying to keep track of the different ones they used just because I thought they were fun. I wish there had been more. I wish it had been as fun as the first time, I guess, would be my only complaint. There was, like, a, I guess, one part where Kate's just kind of shooting them, like, back to back to back to back. So it's like, oh, Mm. this one does orange smoke. Oh, this one does, you know, needles. And I I was glad they had a lot of those needles ones. They seemed very effective.
2: Yeah, those were like really, I was like, ooh, that's, they like gave me a slight um, shiver at my spine.
3: (laughs) Stephanie, <laughs> no, it was just—it was really cool that they've displayed the different arrows throughout the series because you kind of forget, like you know, Hawkeye isn't just a part of the Avengers because he just shoots regular ar- arrows because you know anybody can do that. They have to be special arrows, and you need to know that that <laughs> that is why he is um, running around with Captain America in them because he has special arrows. That is the only way that he'd be able to survive.
1: I thought the owl- that. Is- Taking the tiny truck away was kind of cute, but yeah. I really like that idea that, you know, this is part of what makes him more superhero-y than just, like, a guy in a suit, like, who's very talented with the arrows. Because, like, you know, I wouldn't have known, like, oh, okay, like, we, we need to save the small arrow to shoot the truck. You know what I right. mean? Like, I feel like I would have... Uh, yeah. Uh, let's not talk about what well, I would have done.
0: <laughs> well, and, and they really hadn't shown prior to this... The thing that I was trying to think of, we never really got
3: any of his trick arrows in any of the other movies, right? Or did we? I think we did, but, like, nothing to, like, the way that they were on display in the series. And also, one more thing. Brandon, you might know the answer to this.
0: The owl thing, wasn't. didn't they find an owl living in the Rockefeller Center tree?
2: Wasn't that, like, a thing? Yes, this is a true story from <laughs> maybe a year or two ago. It was very cute i think
1: i was hoping (laughs) that there was like an origin story for the owl like i was like there has to be i just don't know what it is so like i'm
2: yeah i feel like it was like 2019 that 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 like and um that this happened but i and i agree what you're saying about the owl i because i'm like i want to see what happens now i mean they just he just that owl took a van full of people like what i mean (laughs) what happens where is it going well,
0: sometimes when animals get hungry, they swoop <laughs> down and they eat things, so I'm assuming that the owl ate all of the people in that truck.
2: Okay, we shall see. It's just something I need addressed, and I need Kevin Feige to hear me.
1: Kate was concerned, too, about the people in the truck as well, so, yeah, you know.
0: I did I did love the beat of, like, when she's like, well, what, what happens now? And then, like, the, that's when the owl comes and just swoops away with them well, and-
2: Immediately, what I liked about it too is that it, like, when that owl, when he sees the owl, it was a moment that was like a little precious that I was like, oh, what's this? And so I'm glad that there was like a follow up to that that, like, (laughs) doesn't just make it like he's like connecting with this little, having this little nature moment that there was a purpose to it. I agree. I like that.
1: (laughs) I was really Um, happy when they finally got off the ice, though, because ice is very slippery and I was like very concerned. Also,
0: (laughs) Also, I want to point out I was so proud of Kate when she comes sliding across the ice to save Clint. I was like, yes! Um, sliding
2: like, on that ice with on their knees. First of all, I was like, oh, your poor knees. But secondly, I was like, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Like it was like I think that whole scene was really like a choreographed dance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the timing and every, the way that it all moved, like was really, like, really sweet to watch.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I
2: the the, I
0: think the fight choreography in this has been some of the best we've seen in, like, these Disney Plus shows. I don't know if you would all agree with that. Agree. Oh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, like, you know, One Division was different, right? We didn't get, like, fights like this. It was more like throwing energy and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I really, you know, that, like, her slow motion sliding across the ice, shooting a bunch of arrows,
2: I was like, good, good for her. Good for her. She's doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, um, like, I kept thinking too, like, she really got beaten up bad in this thing. And, and I'm just like, I'm just like, again, in my brain, I'm like, well, she is young. She is resilient. (laughs) Their bodies are different than yours. Um, You're making us sound like we're
0: 85. No, but like, I'm (laughs)
2: like, if you, if you open a car door on my side, I'm like, ah, I'm like out for a week. But she's like getting thrown through things. I'm like, oh, bless you.
0: Bless to be younger Gabby. I
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is, a, this is a dovetail into her thing with Kingpin.
0: Yes, yes. So I do want to get to that. Because then, uh, I think Stephanie, you mentioned all the characters get paired off. They get their own little, like, fight. I did not expect her fight to be with Kingpin, like, at all. Um, yeah, Steph, what do you think of that?
3: I I was like, this is really uh, going to be an interesting fight. But it, I mean, I guess it didn't make sense because of Kingpin and her mom or whatever. But I'm happy that it was just she just needed to survive it um, and wasn't the one to kind of in spoiler alert, you know, Kingpin's not dead. But anyway, right. she wasn't the one to like finish him off. Um, Maya got the chance to do that. So even with that was nice because then, um, you know, Maya got a two for one, um, two, (laughs) two vengeance in one night. You know what? She had a good night, right? (laughs) (laughs) Two vengeance in one night.
1: They've done such Um, a good job with her that we're like rooting for her, even though she tried to kill our precious main characters.
0: (laughs) Right. And like, I'm so like, good for her. She got it. Um, I do have, so once everyone pairs off, so she like, fights Kazi. Yelena tackles Clint. Um, Kate has her. I, I did like worry about Kate's mother, even though like we don't really like her. I still, you know, it's Kate. So I didn't want her mom to get killed by Kingpin. And that wasn't the tone of this show at all, but that was a tone of daredevil when Kingpin was killing people. So I was like a little worried. Um, when like, she sees that her driver has been killed and like the door rips off. I was like, Oh fuck.
2: Um, that door love- ripping off was like really a lot for me. Right? Because, <laughs> first of all, I was like, Kingpin? Like, uh, uh, then I started to have questions because he's done, a, like, the rest of this that fight, he's doing stuff where I'm like, are they trying to, like, give him powers or something? Because, like, he's got a lot of strength, but I didn't think he had ripped the door off its hinges strength.
1: Ripped the door off its hinges and also like, gets <coughs> shot, like, pretty close range with an arrow and, like, hits yeah.
2: Him. I'm like, maybe he was wearing something like. Yeah. They never
1: clarify.
2: They didn't clarify, but, but like when he has his interaction with Vera Farmiga, um, yeah. Like things start to move down that, that direction of like where every, everything that's happening is, is a big deal. And like, I knew I was like, okay, something's about to happen. And then they start that fight. Um, wait, I was going to say something about Vera Farmiga. Oh, sometimes the way that she acts in this, I think she's a great actress. Um sometimes I can't tell what is important. Like, she's very casual about certain things. We should be like, Kate, I don't know. I swear I'm not trying to just do impressions. But she'd be like, Kate, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's something about her acting in that scene where she talks to Kate Um, that's so casual that I'm like, girl, everything's falling apart. Like, do you <laughs> care? Do you care? Watch I, it again. You
0: know, that, that might go back to me and Kim, like, at the start of the show, we were saying, like, is that just how, like, ridiculously wealthy people are like she was very whatever about actually i
2: i I thought that as well like because there were certain things where i was like yeah that i that i thought that there might be something about the wealth and the accessibility that makes it so she moves through the world like what it'll be fine because we'll just pay or we'll just kill someone or whatever but like i don't know i there's i i i hope it's that kind of like choice um but but I do also like the idea that Vera From is like just shows up and is like, all right, are we just doing it? Okay, let's do it. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> I love you.
1: But uh, well, yeah, we're just doing so it. So she's proven herself to be scrappy. Like she's in she's in a bad situation and her husband dies, right? Like they're rich, but also like they owe a ton of money. And like she makes it happen. She, as we find out in this episode, like pays dude back and more. Firstly. Secondly, I read that as like Mama Bear. You know that everything's gonna be fine. Like we're just gonna get out of here. Like you know, she was like in like full protection mode, more than anything yeah. else. When she was yeah. being about it, you know, it's yeah, so, like you, you don't want do to, you don't want your kid to be upset. So you're just gonna be like, everything's fine. Like I'm gonna take care of this, even if everything's not fine. But like for her, it's like, no, like I'm gonna make everything fine because that's my kid.
2: I guess also having all this other crazy stuff, like her husband, and just finding out all these things, like. uh she seems so unaffected. Like she's not carrying the weight of any of these things. And <laughs> and do you know what I'm saying? Like so yeah. there's a there's an intensity that's missing. And it doesn't mean that it needs to be there for me to understand, but it's just like i I I have to sort of settle into the idea that she is like, yeah, not just constantly uh traumatized. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Stephanie, what do you think about her? <laughs>
3: I love uh, Vera Farmiga, and I really loved her um, her bob in this because that that was the key to everything. That is why I knew that she was up to something that was no good because she had the bob. So no matter how casual she was, I'm like, I know she's on some bullshit because of that bob, and it ended up being true. So um, I I don't know. I just love her. I love the, um like watching her in the Conjuring movies and stuff. So. I'm just happy she's in the MCU. She's so good in them,
0: right? She really is. She is. Like, also, wait. Now that we're talking about wigs, though, Stephanie, do you, well, I? I when Maya showed up, th- that was a wig, right? Like that,
3: I, her hair looked so bad. I don't. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if that was a thing of like.
2: Stephanie,
0: Williams, we're doing all this
3: action. Her right uh, so I, I don't know adam but, and stephanie um, always talk about the wigs we <laughs> do but i i couldn't i could honestly i have no idea maybe i it, it just i don't it i, I it could just be humidity
0: <laughs> it could be i just yeah i she i like didn't recognize her at first um when she showed up and like i don't know i thought she looked really good in all the previous episodes but then like I was like, this hair looks very fake. and like her It outfit was very looked- thick,
3: too. Yeah. yeah. I, maybe. I mean, it could have been because, again, like humidity, like Brandon just said, and they like, okay, but the wig won't <laughs> poof up, but it will <laughs> still. So who knows?
1: I mean, we um, haven't seen her with her hair down before, question mark, right? And then it's yeah, down yeah. here. So, I mean, maybe it's just like. So people have not been able to recognize me when I wear my hair down before. Like that's literally happened to me in my life multiple times. So maybe it was just a little <laughs> bit of that. Huh. That's, fair.
0: that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. You do, you do you do normally wear your hair up, Kim? Um. So yeah. Uh. We we get she kills Kazi. Um. Ian,
1: were Ian, were you sad
0: when she killed Kazi? No, I, I felt like. Kazi.
1: Re- I I don't know. I felt like. Yeah.
0: All right. I get it. Um, all right.
1: I was concerned for you. So I'm, gl- I'm glad it, it didn't hit you hard.
0: <laughs> um, but everything with Yelena and Clint hurt my feelings. Like my emotions were at like a 100. Because Florence Pugh is so fucking good. And it's bananas that she's good at portraying this character who's grieving while doing this like ridiculous accent, doing these fight scenes, and still like very much emoting. I, I, she's just fantastic. I thought she was so great in this scene. And again, like I read her saying to him that he was lying as like, no, I don't want to believe that. Like, fuck you. I need to be mad at you because I need to have closure by killing you. Like I need to be able to do this thing is what I read her
2: as. I, um, I think that also Jeremy Renner really did great work in the scene. I like, I, I, I think that they gave him something and he just like, um, just they gave him something and he just worked with it in a way that I guess they hadn't really I don't feel like they've maybe given him before like earlier in the series when he does the stuff um with the hearing aid. I mean, I just I feel like they're that in that scene when he when 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 he like goes to like tell her what happened and, and then he says something like if I try to tell you, you wouldn't believe me. Like, first of all, part of me is like there's part of me that's like, is he going to like describe what happened on Vormir? Like how, cause I'm like, how do you say, like, how do you like say that in a show like this? Well, you know, we were on this planet. Like there's just <laughs> no way that we'll make, right. so the fact that he said what he said, I was like, okay, great. But then the time that he took, I think that I just saw something in the actor and the character that I hadn't seen before. And I was like, oh, this is nice. I like this.
0: Yeah. He, they definitely gave him more than they had ever given him before. You're right, Brandon. Um, so, like, man, and when he was, like, so this is when I really, like, cried, when he said, like, nothing was going to stop her, Yelena, you knew Natasha, and we just cut to Yelena sobbing, like, that, like, hurt my feelings, and I started crying, um, and that was when I typed out my third, man, Florence Pugh is killing it, note, um, I just, I don't know, Kim, how did you, as someone who was also very emotional, Kim, how did you feel about that?
1: Oh yeah, this the the whole scene between them from beginning to end. I felt like the acting was very good. I felt like the writing was very good. I agree that um especially Florence Pugh with uh, all the different layers of the things she has to do as an actor in this moment. Right. It's just like incredible. And I wondered if if uh and I I don't think this is true but I did it did wonder in my brain a little. I wondered if Hawkeye the character was like okay, like if she kills me that's fine in a way like Cause he was very like, he was fighting her, but he wasn't, he didn't want to kill her. Right. So I really don't think that, but part of me was like, Ooh, like, is he like, you know, she needs, if this, if I do die in this moment, like, at least I was telling the truth. I don't know. Just that was really hard for me to even have a moment of that, that kind of thought, if that makes any sense.
0: I mean, I do kind of, I I see what you mean because it's almost like, Man, I've been fighting these guys for, like, all week. I'm probably going to miss Christmas. I just fell out of a building into a tree, into an ice skating rink. You know what? Just fucking do it. <laughs>
1: well, and, like, just, like, that, that moment where, like, Yelena's good. Like, she might best me. And if she's going to yeah. best me, like, if she's going to kill me, like, like let her get the thing that she needs. You know what I mean? But he's he's fighting her with words, not with action. And so that's a huge risk. That's what I'm trying to say.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie, what would you think of that scene? <laughs> yeah, because, like, there's no way that Clint's walking away from that alive. Um, so he needed to appeal to her emotions because, um, no, he's, like, she's she's getting rid of him. So I'm happy that, if anything, they let, like, again, showing Hawkeye um, not punching his way out of something, um, kind of talking his way out of a thing um, by appealing to her emotions, which is something we really haven't. Okay, so the times that we've gotten that from his character, it's been during the, like, weird Josh Whedon movies. So, yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah, with him and, like, uh, Natasha. So, um, again, like, Hawkeye doing a really good job of not even necessarily redeeming this character, but just giving him um, a little bit more nuance.
1: And then we get to watch them, like, grieve together.
3: You know? Mm, Yes. That
1: really added to the nuance and the tear jerkingness
0: yeah when she when she man when she puts out her hand and like gives her gives him his, her hand to help him up i was like oh fuck like i wanted them to hug even though i knew that would have been out of character like i kind of wanted them to like just be like hey we're cool um but that was how they ended it right like it, that basically was it, without a hug. um
1: yeah definitely Bra- i agree brandon would,
2: Brandon, as the resident actor here, uh, what did you think of this scene? Uh, I thought it was really lovely. I've just I've been really impressed with the acting on this show, um, and I feel like it's been. I th- I thought I feel like, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I feel like the scene was really sweet. Oh, but I also have to say this uh, before I. But, that there was one line, uh, where where Vera Farmiga says, "Is this what heroes do? Arrest their mothers at Christmas?" <laughs> I was like, okay, we didn't really need that. I don't know that we needed that, um, but uh, yeah. Uh, and also,
0: it's like, yeah, when they're murderers, that's what yes. we do.
2: Yes, but that, maybe that. I but I like your theory—the sort of like wealth and privilege. She's like, "What? We're just going to get out of here. We just come on. I'll <laughs> we'll call somebody. We'll get a car." Um, no, I thought the acting was is. I think the acting is great on this.
0: Yeah. Um, so also, we got to talk about the Kate versus Kingpin scene because man.
2: She gets thrown around, F.A.O. Schwartz. A yeah, lot. it's like kind of like when you start to consider that she is actually younger than. Uh, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, this is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's like She's a, a giant, giant being like right. thrown around, and then he's been. She blows him up, like there was an explosion on, and he's just is like, I'm just. He just flies into like he, his innards are intact. But he actually <laughs> is the victim of somebody who was being blown up at one point. It's insane.
1: <laughs> I liked the callback that this was like FAO Schwartz and not abandoned KB Toy Store. It's like, oh, for the big fight the Toy Store.
2: Yes. <laughs> Agreed.
0: I actually forgot momentarily that FAO Schwartz did reopen recently. So I was like, uh-uh, that closed a while ago in New York. I live there. And we were, I was like We were oh, so I
2: young, weren't we, Ian?
0: We really were. <laughs> But I liked that fight scene. I thought it was really cool. And I liked, you know, Stephanie, you mentioned she just had to survive it. And she did a fucking good job, right? Like,
3: Yeah, thank God for those uh, trick arrows because um, <laughs> if she didn't have that. No, even with the trick arrows because it takes, what is it, fear um, Famiga um, hitting him with the car, right? That's what ends up yeah. like doing it.
1: Well, no, that that knocks
3: him in there, yeah, and then she, like, Yeah,
1: okay, right, and then the
3: trick, right, okay, because I'm like, it was just a lot. It was too much to take him down. I agree. Did he get in some goo? Like, is he a ninja turtle (laughs) now? Like, how? (laughs) Like, how is this working? Right?
2: He's got that He's taking shots of super soldier serum on the side.
3: Or something. Like, he got it from Baron Zemo. Had to. He did his first of all, well, he did a little
2: cool sculpting and then he's been doing some HGH. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. Um but Stephanie in the comics he's that strong, right? Or no? He no, like he so weirdly in the comics he is. So I don't know, like if you just treat it as he's just this massive man. So we're just saying that because of I don't know, his Size. Know, like center size and center of gravity or whatever he is able center to just of fling, gravity. like fling people around because like even in the um what is it Marvel Unlimited, not Marvel Unlimited, Marvel Uli- Ultimate Alliance 3, the video game, kingpin's like beating beating your ass. Like it took me yeah. a while to beat him. And I'm like, why, why am I struggling? Like I'm using flexibility. I'm using Miles Morales and he has lightning powers along with his spider powers. And he's still not going down.
2: (laughs) I wonder if Marvel, like also Marvel Studios was like, look, this is like a different universe than not technically, you know, like, but being like the other shows were so grounded, the Netflix stuff that like, they couldn't show him being too physically strong or, you know what I mean? Like that kind of fantastic power, you know, strong. Um, so that maybe that they're like, this is the time we can have him be all this stuff because Hawkeye is not the same sort of grounded street level storytelling that the other stuff was.
1: I don't know though, as a person who's never seen any of that other stuff, I too was like, how is he surviving all of this? Which, I mean, brings us to this scene after Kate escapes. Right. uh, And due to Kingpin is limping to the trust a bro van, LOL. um, Okay. And then Maya shows up and they have another great cine- cinematography moment where she's like in front of the headlights. And then she, he signs we're family and she shoots him off screen. So yeah. we are supposed to assume, question mark, that he is dead. I was like, there's no way he's dead.
0: There's no way. Right. Right. We just watched him get like literally blown up and he was, his, his suit didn't even like rip. It was just a little dusty. So, so like- I
1: felt like of all the fights then, like, I don't, Maya does get Kazi, but like, why are they making us assume that she gets Kingpin? I don't know. It was just weird for me.
2: Watching him limp through the street. I was like, oh, please. Like, that was another (laughs) moment where I'm like, oh, where's the NYPD on this one? The bad guy is literally wounded limping down the street. Where's the NYPD? Nowhere. Oh, surprise.
0: (laughs) I was gonna say your faith in the
2: NYPD is uh. yeah, like he's just like he's just limping away, like the per, like this mastermind is like ah ah my knee ah okay <laughs> uh, like that
0: part that part we
2: relate to Brandon <laughs> yes of course because ah my
0: knee <laughs> um yeah I. I wish there could have been like a maybe she like drops him off a building or something that would have like been like, all right, yeah, she's gonna walk away from that, but like also like maybe he survived, maybe he didn't, or like she throws him in the ocean. I don't know. He's also um, begging, him nuts.
1: like begging for his life almost by saying like signing where family. Like he's clearly down. So they definitely want us to think that she shoots him dead, even though if right. he, I just find I even I find that hard to believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so they wrap up everything. We see the LARPers befriending uh, swordsmen. Uh, Kate and Clint are like talking about their arrows and stuff. And then we do get, which, Tim, I think you would have been saying since the beginning, the scene that we knew we were going to get, which is Clint going home for Christmas. He's making it and he brings Kate and the dog. And I thought it was like very sweet. I wish we had stayed a little bit, I wish we had spent just like a tad more time. On the reveal that we knew was coming—that the watch was his wife's—I um, don't know, Stephanie. What did you think of
3: that reveal? I didn't know what the hell. I was just like, "Oh, <laughs> so you were able to get like a, a, a Christmas present, huh?" And then, of course, when she flipped it over, and I was like, "Oh, okay, it's um, you know, right. some little romantic gesture, whatever." Um, let me get Echo. Let me get that season now because <laughs> so I'm just kind of like. Okay. And that could have just been because by then I'm just like, you've brought this woman on set, given her like four lines. You put her in the MCU. And this is all we get from this <laughs> actress. Sure, whatever. Um, this sentimental watch. Thank you very much, Hawkeye. I so greatly appreciated this. Now, <laughs> if we didn't have the Kate Factor, this is my other pitch for a Hawkeye um, series. And it's kind of like True Lies where um i don't know like she's doing um yeah like she's she's involved in like an espionage thing with him and like it spices up their marriage and by the end they still bring home a dog or some shit like that um because what a waste of this actress i really hope she's able to re her kitchen with these checks <laughs> and you can
2: watch all about it on linda Cardellini's kitchen this yes I mean, linda Car- oh, she,
3: you know what a shopping spree or just something but it was it was fine i didn't mean to like whole hum it like that but no it was it was a nice cute little moment
1: question mark were you a were you, my you, question wait, oh okay, yeah fine. go ahead no, i right was, ahead. was gonna say when she flips over the watch, I didn't think it was sentimental. I thought that meant she was like an an agent or something. Like it yeah. said it had like S I or something or I-S it, said, it. it had the number nineteen on it.
3: So was she agent nineteen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I, and that's my whole thing where I was just kinda like, I would have again, like if we didn't have to introduce the K aspect and all of that, like I would have loved like a little, a little true lies the situation where we've got um or definitely not Mr. And Mrs. Smith because I'm not trying to see Jeremy Renner in that way, but like a True Lies type of situation, we can we can oh, go okay. with Linda Cardellini doing a strip tease.
1: So you um, just wanted more of that for this show, like the, the, yeah, they, just they, for they this one. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah,
3: if we yeah, like if we, but I'm still happy we got what we got. But in an, an alternate universe, if that was the version of the Hawkeye show we got, I'd be fine too.
1: So Stephanie, uh, I got to I gotta
0: ask, is Agent 19 is that like a thing, or was it just that's they're just like, oh, she was an agent. That's
3: it. Um, no, I believe Agent 19 is a thing.
2: Oh. Yeah,
3: agent 19 is definitely a thing. I don't think uh because uh that was um, Mockingbird. So yeah, oh. yeah. So a Hawkeye and Mockingbird at one point got married and got divorced. Um, so there just that was like a little wink wink na na that she is, I guess, at one point was Mockingbird. Mm.
2: I I see I thought okay. Okay, I thought that might be the case, but I didn't know that Bobby's designation was nineteen, so this is something. Huh. Huh. Hmm.
1: So that's the thing y'all were worried about, where there's already a character who is this person. Right. Then, yeah, okay. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we well,
0: talked about you that. You see,
2: uh, in Canada, so the, <laughs> the, the, the series Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was actually...
0: No, do it in Yelena's voice. <laughs> and... Uh,
2: there was the show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was fine, you know. You watch a season or two, you like it, maybe you go, you don't come back. But anyway, <laughs> no okay. it very nice so show, like... and the lady, one of the ladies on it, she gets maybe a spin-off, but then she doesn't. It's a character <laughs> that we are talking about. And I would be mad if she's, I see other people play this character, but I don't get the pilot picked up, but, you know, whatever.
3: <laughs> it's just hilarious because... Like these shows and the movies included have been like, oh yeah, the stuff from Netflix totally counts. But to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they've God, just been right? like at every turn, they've been like, absolutely not. Because also uh, the dark Hole that ends up, the yeah. book that ends up popping yeah. up at the end of WandaVision. So that is hilarious say, to me.
0: Wait, I will say though, and I think Stephanie and Brandon, you guys can at least uh, back me up on this. The only reason I can like, maneuver, I can do mental gymnastics in my head to be like, well, it's still canon, because in the comics, lots of times when things show up, they look different depending
3: on what artist is drawing them, right? hmm Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Like, they've introduced the multiverse, so at this point they can say whatever is whatever. connected, because essentially it, it kind of is, so it's, you know, right. it's alright. It's fine. And because Nick Fury and Maria Hill did show up in that
0: show, and Lady Sif, like... Which is but, why like, it's
3: hilarious that they just refuse to, right? I don't know, do it outright. And at this point, like, I just feel like it's a, it's just a refusal, just for refusal purposes, to say no, we're not going to do this thing that the fans want, uh, because fuck y'all, we're not doing it. It's simply, yeah. <laughs> it's simply that. I- is I a show think like- they do it to show that they're in
2: control, to be honest with you. I mm-hmm. think they're like, you will never, we own <laughs> all of this. We'll take it off television forever. Like, because they can do it. <laughs> Disney does not, they don't mess around.
0: Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I just love that, like, that show was on the air for, like, more seasons than any of those Netflix shows, and yet it is the one that gets paid dust. Um And yet, Kim, everything Brandon did in Yelena's... Everything Brandon said in Yelena's voice was true. There was a Mockingbird character. She even got a spinoff. Like, she left Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in one of my favorite episodes of the series. She left the show because the character was getting a spinoff. They filmed, like, two episodes, and then it was not picked up, and it never went to... And she never
2: came back. Like, that character just, like... that. I think that actor got was on like a different show. Episode. Yeah. well, it's Okay. But here's the, also the tragic thing about Adrian Pilecki is that she also did the wonder woman right. years previous did the wonder woman pilot that didn't get picked up. And you know what? She's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong. Like I just, I'm like, as an actor, like that is just some really shitty luck. And like, I hope that she's well, because that's, <laughs> you know, like the business sucks like that. To, yeah. like, you have these two great things that you do that you're, like, could turn into very long-term cool things. And then if they don't happen, yeah, it's, like, heartbreaking. So we love you, Adrian Pilecki. You know what? And we do. I loved her on the show. She
0: was great. I loved her as one of the, like, heavy hitters. Um, and are you kidding me, Brandon? I bring up that I interned at BuzzFeed for like six months all the time. And I like so I very much can understand being like, remember that time I had two pilots and neither of them got picked up? Like I just did a I just did a fake cigarette smoke. None of you could see, but I pretended I was smoking. Oh uh-huh. I cigarette. can
2: see it now. I can see it. <laughs> but so anyway, the show we
0: end on, you know, we learn that she's agent 19, Kate's there with his family, she doesn't seem too pressed
1: about her mom going to jail. Um, it's perfect. What? Exactly the end wanted it to be. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait,
2: wait. I have to talk about the fact that Clint brought one present each for his kids. Come on.
1: He's <laughs> very happy with them. Don't don't He's, like, Let me. He's like, "Help
2: me with these presents. I got one each." And one of the t- <laughs> like one of the kids was like, "It was like a Nerf gun." He's like, "I've always wanted this." I literally one of the kids opens up a thing, it's a Nerf gun. And he says, "I've always wanted one of these." And I'm like, "What is this family like? Is I think Clint has <laughs> gone too
1: much he needs to be with his children they are getting insane I, i'm on the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum here as soon as have yourself a merry little christmas started playing i'm sobbing <laughs> so play.
0: <laughs> um then we get i don't know if you all saw there there was a, a credit scene but it was just uh, literally uh, did, you a say song. did we
2: see yeah oh we saw <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was uh, to be like something that even I maybe could have like picked up on being like meaningful, and like I I didn't catch anything. So good to hear that that's all it was.
0: Yeah, uh, Brandon, what did you think of that? I I I will well, admit I watched like a good. 10 seconds and was like, all right, I'm going to fast forward to see if anything important happens. No, I
2: just was like, this is so insane that I was, first of all, I was like, (laughs) they got Adam Pascal, which of course, like, as soon as I saw, I was like, of course they did. Of course they got Adam Pascal. He's like perfect for this. Um, it's like, just like the whole energy of the whole thing was just so weird. But then when you get to the dancing (laughs) chitari, like, like, you're, you're just like, this is insane. And they kept panning over to like Mark Shaman, like conducting. Was that who that was? I was yes. like, this is someone famous. I didn't know who it was. He, uh, and I was starting to like, in my brain, be like, I, because I'm obsessed with actors that, re- d- like, especially like when Paltra Paltrow's like, well, I was in Spider Man. Like, I love people <laughs> who are like, yeah, I just kind of do my thing and, and I go home and I don't really know what they're doing. And I my dream was that Mark Shaman was like, had no idea really what any of this was about. I had to sign an NDA. He's like, I don't know. It's Marvel. I guess I'll do it. He wrote a thing. <laughs> they did it, and then like the morning that Hawkeye went up there, his nephews were texting him, and he's like, Oh, that thing I did came out. Like, <laughs> because it's just this really weird little microcosm of a of a of a thing. Like, did you really not watch the entire performance? I didn't.
0: I didn't. I far, I saw that Loki and the Chitauri came out that did make me laugh. It's just but.
2: so bizarre. And like, but you're also like, sometimes with Broadway when you're like, Oh, they're making that into a show. Like it's something <laughs> that like, part of me would be like, yeah, it's not beautiful at all. It's not a Spider-Man <laughs> turn off the dark, but somebody could probably pitch it as like a pared down where it's like, yeah, they're just wearing denim. It's real simple. It's real street level. Like, I would not put it past somebody to pitch this sort of project to Broadway. And that's because we live in a frightening world.
1: It was very like, <laughs> I love New York the whole time. You know, like that was to <laughs> yeah. me, like, one of the major themes of it too, which is like super Broadway.
2: And I was also going through yeah. my head because a lot of the lines in it are lines from the Avengers movie that people, these, you know, these people would not know that Captain America says I could do this all day. Like, so then in my right. brain, I'm like trying to justify that, like, Oh, you know, they that probably has did. been my art? argument. I was like, they
3: probably yes. did
2: really extensive interviews that got published. And like, I'm like, well, which makes no sense. But like, that's how my brain is telling me to justify it.
3: Cause I mean, I'm just imagining like, what is it? Like Brody or somebody doing some type of expose and yeah. And like, and yeah, like, you know, we'd be in the middle of the battle and like this guy would just yell, I can do this all day. And it's just like, okay, we know that you can do this all day. Right. But, we need you to do it now so that we can go home.
2: Yes. Yes. I like that. That's a perfect justification. <laughs> I, like, I like the you idea of You have given like, me peace, by the way, Stephanie, so thank you.
0: <laughs> well, it's like, they do that a lot. They did that in WandaVision, too, where they're like, well, Captain Marvel did that. I'm like, how do they know every single thing- That happened in all of this shit. Like, was there a lot?
3: It's blog. It's you know what? It's social media, and it's the blogs. So, in the same way that we have like Normani updates, um, Rihanna updates, (laughs) uh, (laughs) like (laughs) all of these different like fan dedicated pages, they have to have that for the Avengers. So, I don't know how folks. Maybe Peter's leaking some stuff because he's posting some of the fights and stuff. On social media, like on the live. So somebody is like recording that and parsing out every little thing that's happening because I mean, that is the only way that we are getting some of these more intimate things. But like, if somebody says something on a whole nother planet, how's that working?
2: (laughs) <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: I, I I think you saying on the blogs like one of the real housewives you're like you know it's on yeah, the like
3: blogs on the blogs you know cuz <laughs> clearly <Yeah>, i have been <laughs> catching up on uh what is it uh Salt Lake City so oh, go <laughs> <laughs> Definitely <laughs> Um
0: yeah I I you know what I buy that theory uh <laughs> Jim what do you think <laughs>
1: Uh, I just think that they wanted to have fun with it. I, I I've not thought this deep about how they actually found out what the what the real characters in the the fake verse, which is real to us in many ways, um actually said. No, that was not. I didn't go that deep. I was like, oh, they're like, oh, we did this little thing from the beginning. Let's well, let's just do the whole thing and throw it at the end for fun. Hmm.
0: <laughs> I did read that even the director didn't know that that was going to be the end credit scene.
2: <laughs> cuz the way they present it too is like merry christmas yeah like a little treat or whatever and it's like but i also think like people got paid like that was like time and energy people had to learn that choreo
0: i didn't even think about that you're right brandon like that people spent time right like yeah that
2: wasn't you can't cgi that like that was like people were like i'm like i want to know about the rehearsal process cuz also so adam old. pascal was like listed as like I don't know, uh New York City person number one or something. Like then he's like the main guy. I'm just fascinated with that whole. I mean, that's Disney too. They have enough money that they're they can throw at some side thing and then be like, oh, we'll we'll use this somewhere, maybe at the end of hawkeye.
1: So we yeah. don't think they're actually gonna do this musical for us because means- I I don't
3: think so. I Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I so. I honestly no 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 like I think that they might. Um, really? Point. Oh, really? Yeah. And I kind of feel like if the pandemic wasn't happening and um, they could bank on like the Broadway situation being lucrative, I don't know. Like, I just kind of feel like so like my my conspiracy theory is the reason why it's so well thought out that prior to um, 2020, like this was in the works. They were going to unveil it on Broadway. There was like this whole plan about it, couldn't happen. So they were like, okay, so we'll repurpose this right now. We'll throw it into Hawkeye. We'll keep seeding this in other little shows. And then finally we'll we'll do a little bit more at the end and we'll see how audience react to it. And then we'll 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 circle back. Maybe we'll do it Ooh. on the Disney cruise, but we're gonna <laughs> do this thing. <laughs> Stephanie, <laughs> I buy it. I buy your conspiracy theory. <laughs> write it, write about it on the blog because I'll read it. I mean, I, I'm <laughs> gonna put it
1: on the blogs. We're gonna have Marvel on ice next year. You heard it here first.
0: <laughs> well, because Jim, I will tell you. Uh, I know you haven't seen it, but and this isn't a spoiler. Don't get crazy. In Spider-Man, when he's swinging through New York, at some point you see billboards for Rogers the musical, and I like it's like a <laughs> fun little like nod, yeah, because it's like they take place kind of at the same time.
1: I think I saw that in a preview actually.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think yeah. you do see it in one of the previews. Um so I don't know, I can buy I can buy what you're saying, Stephanie, cuz Disney does do shit like that, right?
3: I mean, it would be honestly hilarious if <laughs> like this whole production got sidelined in that way and they were like, "Okay, we'll just repurpose it and put it in stuff." So, I don't <laughs> know, like maybe one day you'll like <laughs> be on Disney Plus and it'll be like, "Hey, you want to watch the Avengers, uh, Broadway, whatever situation, and boom, there it is. I like that idea. Yeah, me too. I, you know I'm gonna do it. I,
2: I actually want to. I like as a licensed project. I want to write the behind the scenes, like the making of that musical. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want to write like, like <laughs> a coffee table book that like <laughs> creates like dr- there's like drama and all kinds of like just because no. And then the thing is like I'm like that's one of those things where I'm like oh I can have free reign because. Who no, they'll never do anything with that. Like, let me let me tell a big juicy drama, Broadway story, like the behind the scenes of Rogers <laughs> the musical. Yes. <laughs> like somebody gets like somebody get, like gets killed the first rehearsal. Like somebody drops. You know what I mean? Something very dramatic <laughs> that like sets the tone. Maybe there's like a ghost. I don't know. Like I'm just like something insane. And then I give was. me one villain to mention. That's it. one
0: (laughs) all right uh, favorite scene uh, in this episode Brandon
2: oh I I think I want to go with the Yelena um, Clint on the ice
1: oh Oh, okay okay yeah Uh, favorite scene Jim my happy ending. I got my happy ending. It's got to be my favorite scene. Elephants singing fair. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. It's my favorite Christmas song. So, yeah. <laughs> Stephanie? Um, I think the elevator scene. I don't know. Because,
3: no. um, again, like, that chemistry is just off the charts. um, And I just wanted more of that. So, I'll just say that that, that was probably my favorite. All
0: right. Um, I... For me, it's a tie between the elevator scene and the, the both big Yelena scenes. Yelena and Kate in the elevator and Yelena and Clint when she's crying. Um, what grade do you give the episode and the series as a whole? Or wait, no. What grade do you give this episode and where do you rank the series among the Disney Plus series? Um Kim?
1: Oh God, me first. This episode gets an A minus. I think I gave one an A minus all along. I gave one an A. Um, I mean WandaVision, Hawkeye, Loki. I didn't watch that other one. Uh not yeah, including yeah, what did. if. That's my ranking.
0: <laughs> uh Stephanie. Uh
1: I give this episode
3: an A, and I can't believe I'm about to say this. I uh oh. Right now I feel like it's a tie with Wanda, Wandavision for two very different reasons. Um okay. Wandavision just, I don't know, like I think for me it's more of an emotional tie to that than you know, a full-on execution. Also, I just enjoyed it. But um for Hawkeye, <laughs> because it's been it's the most solid out of all of them. Yeah. Um and because they really do a great job of landing that third act, which has been like the problem for um, all of these shows Um, for that. It's, it's up there now. Ask me in about a month. We'll see.
0: (laughs) You know, I was thinking that too. Like I might be, I might feel differently with more like
2: space, but uh, Brandon. Um, I'm going to give this episode an A and I'm going to give this series an A minus. I don't know why. I just feel like there are a couple things that I would be like, that I'm like, mm, but otherwise um, look, WandaVision like has a special place in my heart. So that's always going to be number one for me. Like, I feel yeah. like WandaVision came like it was the first time in a long time. I, I felt like there was a connectivity between fandom um, and, yeah that was really like what everybody needed at the time. Like everybody was watching, everybody was on the edge of, and I, there's so much fandom that I, I rarely feel the exact amount of like excitement about certain things, but I feel like Wanda vision was very special like that. Um, and then I would say Hawkeye second and then Loki and Falcon winter soldier, I think had, uh, I feel like they're sort of even each other out. I mean, there were things that I liked about both. I felt like Loki was better executed, but, um, yeah. WandaVision and Hawkeye really are my two faves.
0: Yeah. Um, I give this episode an A and yeah, uh, WandaVision is my favorite, but I think Hawkeye, I agree a hundred percent with what you said, Stephanie. Like, it's so weird. They really did nail that like third act in a way that even WandaVision, which I truly adore, didn't quite nail. Um, whether it, you know, we can blame COVID, right? But, you know, right, Stephanie. I mean, we yeah, talked about this with, like,
3: yeah, because you know what uh, what Hawkeye does is that it remind uh, it, I guess, remembers to kind of keep things simple. Um Because even in its simplicity, it doesn't mean that it's not going to either be phenomenal or good or any of that. Like, you just have a right. cleaner through line. Um and I wonder if that's because of the type of character Clint is, because he's very ground level, that the show yeah. was able to really stay grounded in that way. Um, because like, again, like WandaVision, they had it, and then they just kind of lost a little bit, because we got to throw in like the, the magic Hadouken fight at the end, and we got to do all this bombastic type of stuff. But with Hawkeye, because it's just more grounded, and which is crazy though, because sort of like falcon and winter soldier was too to an extent but even in that because well and i think the problem with that is because they couldn't really pick and choose right like where like they they were kind of like tiptoeing around Mm -hmm. things like they didn't really just go full on in one direction and because again like because of the way hawkeye like is and what they they set up um they just kept things very simple like the ronin suit now people know that uh ronin's around that brings people out of you know out of the corners of wherever they are we gotta get you safe Cade. um we gotta figure out this ronin situation because now like past sins are coming back for me and uh that's how we we gotta clean up this resolve either the sins catch up to me or I'm able to kind of make some um, type of amends and it was like one or the other. Yeah. And that's yeah. That's what happened. Yeah.
0: You know, that's yeah. So I, that's why for me, like I give this episode an A, but I still put WandaVision number one, but mm-hmm. Hawkeye, while I love Wanda and Vision the most, and I love, I think Agatha was Disney by far's best villain. Um, this was, like, so solid, and so, like, they didn't forget about the other characters. And that was, the thing. WandaVision was their, like, biggest, um, like, flaw, right? They forgot about Monica. They forgot about Darcy. They forgot about Jimmy by that finale. And, yeah, we can say it was because of COVID, but, like, storytelling-wise, you can't just say, well, COVID happened, so it's okay. Like, Mm story-wise, they did forget about these characters, um, and Hawkeye did not. Like, Maya... Was for all intents and purposes, like a very like C plot character, and yet we got a full story out of her. We completed, we began and ended her story, even though she's a character who's getting her own show and we knew this going into it. Um, yeah, so I think I, I would say WandaVision, then Hawkeye, then Loki, then What If, which I never even finished the last two episodes of, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> um, Thank you all for joining me. Uh, thank you, Kim, for hosting all of these Hawkeye episodes with me.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm um, And,
0: and uh, thank you all for listening. If you want to find Slayer Fest 98, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere else you get your podcasts. Spotify just added a rating system, so feel free, if you like us, to give us a nice rating and review on Spotify, and also do that on Apple Podcasts. It's much appreciated. You can support us on Patreon. We get access to all our bonus episodes. We're going through, we're just finishing up Harley Quinn this month. We'll start season two in 2022. And we'll be starting finishing out Buffy uh, season seven in 2022. Um, And you can find us on social media at SlayerFestX98. You can find me at IanXCarlos. Stephanie, where can everyone find you and where can they buy your
3: stuff? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Steph underscore I underscore Will. Uh, go to com to find some of the stuff that I'm doing. And uh, Nubia in the Amazons issue three just came out. So please check that out. Um, issue four will be out January uh, 19th, I believe. Um, and get ready for a trial in the Amazons because that is on the way.
0: Nice. Uh, Tim, where can everyone find you?
1: I'm on Twitter at Kim and South.
0: And Brandon, where can everyone find you and buy your books?
2: I am on all of the social medias as Brandon <laughs> T. Snyder across all the Twitters and Instagram. And you can buy on my website, cootiekid.com. You can buy my new book, Ro- Rube Goldberg and His Amazing Machines. It will make uh, your child laugh. So, bye. Hi. <laughs>
0: really appreciate your commitment (laughs) all right everyone we'll see you next time Bye. bye
2: bye